Just over two years ago, I was staying at a mansion on Esplanade Avenue in New Orleans, one of Marie Laveau's many homes. Darcy, my black cat, and I had just been thought out. I guess I should probably explain what happened. We just spent a century frozen like some sort of bizarre ice sculptures. That was my punishment for a little magical mishap that will forever be known as the sinking of the Titanic. But that's another story. Galti, I want to talk to you witch to witch. Marie's red and gold silk robe concealed her feet as she strolled towards me, providing the perfect illusion of her floating across the floor. Her trademark turban of pleated crimson silk added to her mystique as the legendary voodoo queen. A magenta folder in her hand waved as she talked. I've looked over your file, and I believe you've got a good out. You're the kind of witch I'd like to see more of. She tossed the folder onto a nearby coffee table and gave me a piercing look. It was me who personally vouched for you, and recommended that you be told out. Consequently, I have certain expectations of you. You can understand my interest in your future, can't you? I nodded my head in agreement, but then I shook my head in uncertainty. Thank you, Marie. Of course, I'm indebted to you. But what sort of expectations are we talking about exactly? Let's talk about the use of witchcraft. From now on, your actions reflect on me, my reputation. You see, Gertine, once you become a witch, the sword of Damocles hangs above you, and that sucker is just waiting for you to screw up. And when you do? Marie made a chopping motion with her hand. Bam! Sweet Jesus! Really? I looked up, expecting to see a great sword precariously dangling above my head. How far up is it? Marie shook her head and then droned on and on. She told me some fable about a king in the days of ancient Rome and talked about responsibility and accountability. Her Creole accent was as elegant as it was mysterious. Mesmerizing, actually. Her voice was background music. The words floated around, but I wasn't paying attention. I was way too distracted by the thought of yet another magical punishment waiting for an opportunity to come crashing down on me. My gaze kept darting around the ceiling. Suddenly Marie was silent. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed she was staring at me. I think she was waiting until I became uncomfortable, and I certainly was. You're still looking for the sword, aren't you, Gertie? And you didn't hear a word I said, did you? She wasn't so much asking me as she was telling me in a very disappointed voice. I nodded, but I wasn't too ashamed. Uh, yes, sorry. Is your head still frozen? Marie's thin eyebrows always danced up and down, like they were unsure of where they should be located. No, no, it thawed out just fine. Thanks for asking. I touched my head on the sides and top. Girl. Girl. Marie quietly rubbed her temples with her fingers. If it were anyone but Marie Laveau, I'd have to say she was upset, but I figured she was using her mind-reading powers. That is, until she mumbled to herself in Creole, words like naïf and gentifie. Is that Creole? Creole? A voodoo curse, for sure? I just pissed off the voodoo queen. Then I cringed both mentally and physically as I waited my fate. Most likely I'd be a snake, destined to slither through the swamps of Louisiana for eternity. Marie snapped her fingers. Guilty. Get ready, Darcy. Here comes the voodoo, I whispered. Calm down. Just listen carefully. 
I'm just going to say this once. You are a sweet young woman and very intelligent, but you are also very naive, unbelievably naive. When you walk out of here, you are on your own. I cannot tell you what sort of witch you should choose to be. All I can do is advise you. Marie leaned toward me to impress the importance of her lecture. Our powers are great, but they come with responsibility. This is what I want you to do. Find your mission in life, your passion. Then devote your talent and time to whatever that thing is. It will keep you focused, and you will be a witch that can make a difference. Marie lifted a small gold pocket watch from the folds of her robe and looked at the time. I have to leave now, but you do understand, don't you? Sure. Of course, Marie. I fought to keep my eyes from looking for that damned levitating sword of Damocles.